This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What up and welcome to Pintar for Breakfast and today is the non-tender deadline. It actually just passed so we're starting to get all the names in. A um, couple from the Phillies that I think a lot of people aren't surprised but it, it still sucks. If you're a fan of the Phillies, look there's two spots that I feel like have been semi to you know to above average uh a bright spot in the last few years, and that's Michael Franco and Cesar Hernandez. Both of those guys were let go today. They were non-tendered, becoming free agents, and you know both will find a spot. I think Mikey's going to have a, a, a tougher time than and Cesar in finding that spot. Cesar coming off a, a another pretty good year. Just as, if you think about Cesar, what's the one thing you think about consistently? You know, just he's there. He's a guy. Fourteen home runs came on late. I think that's the biggest thing. He came on late. And where was he early on? The moments that you you needed from Cesar Hernandez uh, early, I I think, were a reason why the Phillies struggled and and struggled to be consistent. There's a lot of things that they, you know, they did that, that weren't good all year. Pitching was inconsistent. Defense was inconsistent. Hitting was inconsistent. And then you have them, and then you don't have them. It's it just it, the inconsistencies were always there, and and a and one of them for me w- was Cesar. And look, you go from a year prior, uh, where he definitely didn't have a, a, that many extra base hits. He had 15 home runs, 15 doubles in 2018. Uh, played with a, a broken foot, as we 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 found out. But 95 walks, 155 strikeouts. High on the strikeouts, 95 walks was incredible. For a leadoff-ish guy, uh, this year we saw a lot more swinging and just, you know, I'm going to say rolling over, little early outs, and, and it just didn't fit what Cesar was. He was, a, you know, he was so big at the beginning of the year because that's what they wanted him to do. He did exactly what they told him to do. He wasn't fat. He was just big. He was just strong. So, you know, as as we see it, Hopefully he's going to land on his feet. He should. Jonathan VR got traded tonight to the Marlins. Uh, Jerks and Profar to the Padres. So there is a market for second base. You know, there's going to be teams out there for a second baseman. And he's going to, you know, maybe he's going to have to move around. Maybe he is going to have to move around. The one, you know, I think with Mikey at 27 years old, the third baseman that we all thought was going to come up and just, you know, destroy it. He had some very, very unbelievable hot flashes. Uh, And then he had the rather dull times. We saw him lock in defensively this year pretty much the entire time. 
And yes, the range isn't there, but man, I'll tell you what's there all the time. And that's his attitude. There's his passion, his uh, willingness to go all out for the Phillies, not for just the teammates, but for the Phillies. And I think that's even bigger because it's for the fans and organization, the higher ups, everyone he played for. And and to me, Mikey's going to be missed uh, tremendously. He's one heck of an individual, but look, it's a, it's a production business and hitting 234 this year was 17 after really going off in April. We, and we definitely know that there was a hot, hot, hot start. And then it just collapsed and they gave up on him, sent him down. And what did he do? He, he went down, he, he took it on the chin. So with that being said, we salute to Cesar and Mikey. But here's the good times coming ahead as there's many more guys that we – seriously, there's so many more guys right here that just got non-tender today that could help the Philadelphia Phillies. You're listening to Kevin Franzen at Kevin Franzen on Twitter. Hit me up there. Any questions you want, let's answer them. Let's get them going. We need to be a little bit more interactive on Pine Tar for breakfast. Um, as I told you in the past or in the last couple of days that I have fully moved here to the East coast to South Jersey, just outside of Philadelphia as I expect to be here for a while. That's the expectation. So why not? Um, so at Kevin Franzen, hit me up on there on Twitter and, and, you know, let's like this podcast. Let's get some more action going on. I'm going to get you more interviews with players. I'm going to the winter meetings this week, but, I feel like we should take take a look at a couple of the guys that more than anything I, I look at and I go, I know that the Phillies aren't going to be the only ones after him. Let's start it out. Blake Trinan. Blake Trinan, closer, and then turned reliever with the Oakland A's. And last year was, I mean, how do you want to say it? Incredible? Ridiculous? A .78 for an entire year? 38 saves in 2018, 80 innings, 46 hits, 100 strikeouts, only two home runs given up. Look, he was bit by the long ball this year and injury, gave up nine homers, which is pretty much almost doubled his entire career total coming in. Uh, Played with him in Washington, fantastic individual. He is as good of an individual as you're going to find. So you don't have to worry about character there. The stuff, well, hmm, I wonder if the stuff is still there. So, let's bring on StatCast. Oh, his sinker is at 96.5, his four-seamer at 97, is 93.2 on a cutter, and a slider at 88.5. Slightly down on a couple of those numbers, slightly. But the sinker this year stayed a little bit more up in the zone and was getting waffled as teams hit 292 on it. Last year, 223, the slider was at 141 last year. Teams hit 200 on it. So the slider is still there. The sinker slider thing, that works. And you get him with Brian Price, you get him locked in. The guy's willing. I just got off the phone with him. And the guy is, he he's, doesn't have his head down because he's like, the good times are ahead. God's in control of this whole thing, as his text said. And I think, you know what? Yes, he is. And there's not going to be any teams that are, you know, on the back burner going for the the fourth and, and fifth place of their division. No, it's going to be the teams that are in the top one, two in the division to go for Blake Trinan. So if I'm the Phillies, Blake Trinan is number one for me. That's that's number one. Number two, 
Taiwan Walker. Now, not as a starter. And and, and Taiwan Walker is going to want to start, do all that. But look, he's a four-seam split guy. You're going to tell me. So you, let, let, let's say you bring in, you know, what if you brought in Dylan Batances, Taiwan Walker, and Blake Trinan? You think that would be pretty good with Hector Neris and Sir Anthony Dominguez? Yeah. Give me some bounce back, guys, because I'm going to tell you right now, that needs to happen. That needs to happen. So for me, I am looking at those those guys and Taiwan Walker. He's coming off Tommy John. And for me, I'm looking at Tommy John and going, okay, that's one thing. Or I look at the other, and that is this guy could be a fantastic reliever. You don't know how he's going to bounce back, but look, the money to be made and the longevity it seems like now is in relief. Why not? Take a shot. Get a guy. Maybe even like have him piggyback with someone half the year. And that'll be interesting how they deal with that one. And I, I think the Phillies have uh, all the the right intentions on, on this to get it right. And Blake Trinan, Tywin Walker, to me, are great picks. Jimmy Nelson's another guy. Not saying completely sold, but he is a name. He's a guy. He's someone. Um, and you just wonder it because Brian Price being in Cincinnati for years, being able to see a guy like Jimmy Nelson, I wonder if if there's something there that he could see, he could click with him and and get it right. And I feel like, you know, there there's certain things that you take chances on. You take chances on certain pitchers because of your pitching coach that you brought in. You don't have a guy that doesn't know what he's, you know, mechanically how to work things and coach and teach and do all that. You don't have that anymore. You got a guy that could do everything. You have a guy in Brian Price that could teach, he can coach, he can motivate, and he could get on you. So a guy like Jimmy Nelson, you wonder, would be a good fit there. Large human being. So I'm just going for height on this one with pitchers. They're all 6'5 and above. Why not? It's a joke. I'm kidding. But... The stuff, Blake Trinan, Tywin Walker, Jimmy Nelson, those are dudes. Now, on the position player side, one guy just, I mean, you, you think with the loss of, of Michael Franco, there's one area that you're you're wondering about, and it's like, look, okay, what is what is Gene Segura going to do next year? Who Who is he going to be? Where is he going to be? Are you going to slot him over at third base? Is he going to like that? I don't know. So why not Travis Shaw? Travis Shaw in 17 and and 18 had 63 home runs combined. Yes, it's Milwaukee, but you know what? You play in Philadelphia, the ball flies as well. Why the hell not? He's 29 years old. I'm taking a chance. Last year in in limited time due to injury, uh, due to struggles, due to a lot of different things on this, um, his launch angle is at 24.4, and I only bring that up because that means he was flying out way too much because his average in years prior was about 15.5 to 16. So that means he's a line drive guy, and if you've seen Travis Shaw with that lefty swing, it is powerful. It is a high line drive, high level of backspin, tons of extra base hits. Put him with Bryce, sandwich Reese, Sandwich JT, whatever you have to do. If you could go JT, Bryce, Reese, 
and Travis Shaw. Hell yes. But, I mean, again, that is on what everyone's eyes are telling them, what the data is going to tell them. Uh, but I see a, a huge year, a huge bounce back year for the guy like him. Look, Mike Moustaka signing with the Reds. That would have been awesome. But four years, $64 million, I mean, I'm not going to say it's steep because the guy's been incredible. But you just wonder. You wonder. It's a good fit for him in, in, in Cincinnati. And, and the only not fit for him is that he's going to be playing second base. So that that one for me in getting Travis Shaw, I think would be a huge, huge get for the Phillies uh, and the lineup and the, you know, we're, we're talking about depth and adding guys. And, and if you can look, you're going to, you're going to add a guy that's going to be motivated, motivated to have a huge year. And if you're Travis Shaw opportunities, one thing, but looking to put up numbers in a, you know, situation like uh, I'm not going to say he's Josh Donaldson, but Josh Donaldson did himself some wonders this this past season by taking a chance on himself. And did he need a rebound? I mean, it wasn't really a rebound year. He's still damn good before. But my point is, with a guy like Travis Shaw, that is, he's going to be betting on himself. Get one year. Go to the bank afterwards. And if you're going to go to the bank, you're going to do it because you're going to put up numbers. How do you put up numbers? You have to have guys in front of you and behind you. Well, come to the Phillies lineup and you, my friend, will put up some numbers. So Travis Shaw is one of those guys. On the outside, look, I'm a, I'm a Charlie Culberson fan. He's a utility guy. And I've known him since he was 18 years old. He's a first, second-round pick with the Giants. Uh Great individual, great player off the bench. And to me, he's a glue guy. He's a guy that you would need in your locker room. If you're gonna if you're not gonna get Brad Miller back, then you get him back. And it it, it just all depends. Everything all depends on what what happens now, but there's certain guys that have just gotten on tender today that I feel like could absolutely 100% help the Phillies in, in 2020 and possibly beyond. But if you had to rank them for me, Blake Tryon, Tywin Walker, Jimmy Nelson uh, would be the numbers for the, the pitchers, Travis Shaw, Charlie Culberson. I mean, maybe even Domingo Santana, even though he's a, a pretty much a one-way guy on this whole thing. But – if you were to put it into, for, for me, it goes Blake Trine and Travis Shaw, Tywin Walker. Those three, that order, to me, would be a ridiculous non-tender signing period. Uh, you don't really see teams do it, getting multiple guys off of it, but there's these three guys to me that are very intriguing that if I'm the Phillies, I would try. How about that? At Kevin Franzen on Twitter, you've been listening to the Pintar for Breakfast podcast. It is another episode that is done. It was short. It was quick. But why not? That's what podcasts are supposed to be. Get it off your chest right away. Peace.
It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.